today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Let's uh, talk Donald Trump and all things United States. Uh, North, uh, Northern Korea, sorry, North Korean, uh, North Korean media have sentenced Donald Trump to death. First of all, I didn't realize there was a North Korean media. I thought that was just him. Isn't it, isn't it such sort of an outlet for, isn't it sort of an outlet for uh, Kim Jong-un? Hard to tell. Uh, let's talk about that and Jeff Sessions and, of course, impeachment, uh, which is being talked about again. Let's bring in Michael Tobe, Troy Media syndicated columnist and contributor to The Washington Times. He is with us now. Michael, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. My pleasure as always, Scott. So, uh, sentence Donald Trump to death. Uh, the media said this, not Kim Jong-un. What's the difference? Not a whole lot, quite frankly. North Korea, they do actually have a state media a run media service. It does exist, but yes, it's run at the pleasure of the dictator, so to speak. So the language that comes out from North Korea has always been kind of interesting over the years. Um, many of the, the previous leaders, that being Kim Jong-un, who's the current dictator, his grandfather Kim Il-sung, his... Uh, his father, Kim Jong-il, were all associated with various things. You know, they, they rewrite history quite often in North Korea. North Korea apparently participated in Olympic Games that they never attended and yet finished first overall. There was some line, if you may remember, that came out about a year or two ago that I believe it was Kim Jong-il actually was the person who discovered how to make the hamburger. He came up with that concept. Mm. It's just a load of nonsense that they bring out. So now they come out with a line saying that as terrible as Donald Trump has, a- has acted, as horrible as he's treated our leader, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, he should be sentenced to death. Nobody is really paying that much attention, quite frankly, Scott. Nobody pays a lot of attention to North Korea's quote-unquote threats. But yes, it's on the record. Yes, the media will talk about it for a while, but it doesn't mean anything one way or the other. I mean, this matter with North Korea's nuclear threat has to be resolved one way or the other, and these little silly threats that the North Koreans throw out to kind of deflect attention away from an important issue and try to sort of make it about themselves is only going to last for maybe a day or two in the news cycle. Why this now? I mean, they were noticeably quiet during his visit to Asia. Why all the rhetoric now once he's gone? Well, I think it's because it's over. I think they wanted to actually see what happened during the Asia trip before they made this sort of, shall we say, silly announcement. Um, they wanted to see if Donald Trump was well-received in Asia, which he was by, by and large for the most part. They wanted to see how his uh, speeches were handled, uh, if he made comments about North Korea, when he actually addressed them in speeches and so forth, what, how the other countries reacted and how other world re- leaders reacted. And what the North Koreans probably noticed, because although it is a communist country, they do get TV, and some of them are able to keep up with the news quite easily, including Kim Jong-un, their dictator, um, I think they realized that, generally speaking, when Donald Trump spoke about the North Korean threat and talked about nuclear weapons and how terrible their country was, he mostly got cheers, which obviously shows the North Koreans that, one, They've always felt isolated in the world for the most part, with the exception of China and a few other countries. Now they should have reason to feel isolated. And B, if Donald Trump was hoping to curry world favor in terms of fighting back against North Korea, he is clearly winning. So they waited till the trip ended, which it just did, and then issued this threat. Does it mean anything in the grand scheme of things? No, but it's the only way for the North Koreans to at least change the narrative at home 
being uh, or moving it away from, say, an anti-North Korean mentality in their little world, so to speak, back to a pro-North Korean mentality where they, quote-unquote, have the upper hand. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.